Yeah, but what I'm saying, Norman, is that, uh, you know, everybody has to seek their own path in amateur radio. You know, the guys time tend to be Catholic priests with commencement issues. Damn, good Norman, you can't say stuff like that, man. KB5JBV. Welcome uh, to the show. Thank you for joining us this week. And uh, we just have a few things to talk about. First of all, I'd like to apologize for the lateness of this episode. I've uh, kind of had my hands full the last few days and have done my best to get where we can get y'all some more information out. Uh, let's start out with the MD380 UV. Oh yeah! It continues the story of the epic journey of the MD380 UV or UV380. Um, after spending some time with uh, some knowledgeable hams over on some of the news groups, we have determined that the issue with the contact uh, or user contact database can be solved by installing a copy of Microsoft Office. Uh, 2007 to 2013 is the best uh, we can pin it down. There have been some folks that have had reasonable luck with installing the user database uh, using those particular versions. It, turns out that what the uh, programming software is looking for is some libraries that are part of Excel uh, in those years. Now, there's been word that one or two of the operators out there that were using Excel were unable to be successful getting the contact database in and this is because apparently it has to be the DLLs or libraries that were available in those years of Excel. Now, we are going to try and get our hands on a copy of uh, Excel 2007, 8, 9, 10, all the way up to 13 which seems to be the top end on that. Uh, currently, 365 and other copies of Microsoft Office, uh, current copies, are the ones that will not work and the ones previous to that will not work. You cannot uh, sort the 
contact database via something like open office uh, open document form or uh yeah because that will not do what's needed to be done so uh, we're currently t working on uh, seeing what we can do about that and we'll get back to you on that the other thing concerning the uh, MDUV UV 380 is the fact that I received an email from Titera, TYT. I went over their website and left a kind of tacky email. Y'all know from listening to me over the years, I'm not exactly known for my tact. So, uh, what I got back was an email that said, What wrong with you radio? Yeah, you gotta love the Chinese. Yes, sir. Gotta love them. Anyway, so what wrong with you radio? So I will be sending them a message back outlining all the issues that I have run into with the TYT MD UV 380 and trying to get the contact database into that particular radio. So, y'all keep up with me, fans, and uh, we'll definitely, definitely get this worked out. I would like to thank the guys over on uh, one of the news groups over on uh, Groups IO. Uh, I believe it's TYT380 over there. I'm not sure. But I would like to thank those guys for pointing me in the right direction. And when we finish this all up, I will probably do a full episode on everything we had to do to get the contact uh, database involved or uh, installed. So we, y'all look forward to us getting back to that. Yeah. So it's my understanding that there are Excel libraries that need to be involved. On to other things. Okay, well, we uh, pretty much otherwise have had a pretty quiet uh, amateur radio thing going on around here. Um, I've been able to check into some of the local nets. I've had a little time. Uh, the wife is still uh, recovering from her recent medical issue, medical issues. Sorry, y'all. Uh, the TYT or the uh, Anytone is still working like it's supposed to. So is ICOM 91AD. We're currently in the process of trying to divide up the work between these three guys. Uh, as I've told you in previous shows, uh, we have two simplex um, hotspots and one duplex hotspot. And it is my intention, as soon as I have the time, to do a video on installing TGIF network on one of the simplex hotspots, um, getting YS or DMR to YSF on one of the hotspots, and trying to split up uh, YSF and uh, Brandmeister or, or, uh, 
DMR plus uh, across the duplex hotspot. Uh, for those of y'all who are just new to this kind of stuff, a simplex or single hotspot will allow you to operate one uh, time slot. And I guess at some point we probably need to sit back and do an episode on what some of the differences is with DMR as opposed to analog or some of the other services. Quickly delving into that. I believe it's uh, time division multiplexing is what we're using on DMR. And because of that, not only are we able to limit the bandwidth of the signal, we are using time slots, which means that in a given amount of time, you have time slot one operate for half of that given uh, amount of time. Then you have time slot two work in that second part of that given amount of time. Then it goes back to time slot one. Not only does this uh, allow us to use narrowband FM, but it also allows us to put two signals on that narrower, narrower frequency range and can increase our traffic load. Uh, traffic load for those particular frequencies. Uh, traffic load, I really don't have a lot of time to delve into traffic load, but we'll get back to that. So, in the case of a duplex hotspot, you have those two time slots available. In the case of a simplex hotspot, you have one time slot available. So, we will continue to experiment with that, and we will get back to you. There will be videos. Like I said, I've been kind of strapped for time, and we will get back into getting some of these videos up uh, one of the videos I plan pretty soon is how to put TGIF network on your hotspot and we will probably be doing it with a simplex hotspot for those of you who have have been following me on the video versions I know that we were gradually working up to that through our videos we will also be trying to get some of the other stuff going on hubnet xlx reflectors that kind of stuff now i have an in uh 878 which i haven't had an opportunity to sit down and do some serious programming on it lately but we will get that straightened out where we can access Brandmeister off of one hotspot, access Fusion, and, oh good lord, what's the other one? Two other networks off of the duplex hotspot, and then we're going to try and keep number two, which is our experimental hotspot, primarily set up for D-Star, even though D-Star is quite a nightmare to get it to scan the talk groups. The upside is that my buddy Russ over at Linux and Hamshack 
has set up a reflector over at uh, his place and I plan on doing that myself. I have several laptops laying around here and it turns out that the reflectors run on Debian Linux. And I'm going to try and take one of these laptops and turn it into an XLX reflector uh, when I get the chance and get the time. So right now, Russ has his up over there. And even though he has D-Star activated, currently it is not connected to the rest of the, uh, the networks. I understand because there's a proprietary piece of hardware that you have to have to make that happen. And I don't have the cash to uh, get that going. So, <coughs> excuse me, barnacles. I don't have the cash to get that going. Therefore, I feel that he probably does not have the cash to get that going. However, in his case, he is able to have YSF, DMR connected to each other through that particular, that particular node. And you can get on there with D-Star. However, you won't be able to cross-band to YSF or DMR via that reflector. Please bear that in mind. Don't let it stop you from going over there and chatting. Of course, most of you guys that are listening to me, you're either doing Yezu or you're doing uh, DMR. So it's probably not an issue for you anyway. I do have a couple of D-Star radios around here, so I try to go over there and chunk the reflector every once in a while. And uh, once I get myself squared away here, I will probably leave a radio on over there all the time. I know that I will be leaving radios on there all the time for uh, DMR or YSF. So, you know, y'all hear me talk about uh, Russ K5TUX a lot. I feel that he is a rock star, man. He is definitely a rock star. When uh, we first hooked up, he had really not done a whole lot with amateur radio. And he was still kind of green where amateur radio was concerned. But he has become a ferocious amateur radio operator and advocate for open source software and amateur radio and all this stuff. So I really can't say enough good things about Russ. About the only bad thing I can ever say about him is uh, he's not real picky about the company he keeps. But that is a story for another time. Anyway, y'all go look. And I've told y'all to go over here and check out PyStar, the uh, PyStar website. Y'all go over and check that out, man. PyStar.uk, I believe it is. And if I'm not right, look it up in Google. But you have a complete list of YSF reflectors, uh, 
DMR reflectors on Brandmeister. I think TG, the TGIF list is there also. And like I said, we will eventually get to some videos where we show you how to add TGIF crossband. Sorry, once again, barnacles. We will show you also how to hook into the DMR uh, to YSF part of PyStar. We will definitely be working on this kind of stuff. There's a guy over in Euless or Hearst or someplace which is in Tarrant County, which Tarrant County and Dallas County are right next to each other, and I'm in the next county over from Dallas County, which is Kaufman. And at some point, I want to hook up with this guy. Um, he does a lot of videos. Uh, I can't remember his call right now, but it's mostly TGIF hotspots and that kind of stuff over at his uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Y'all go look around. You can probably find him. And sooner or later, I'd like to hook up with this guy and find, pick his brain so I can bring this information to y'all. So, that's pretty much where we're at on the DMR front, the YSF front. And definitely go see Russ when you get a chance. His co-host is not the greatest in the world. However, you know, you do the best you can do when you're riding everybody else's shirt tails or coattails. <clears throat> so, as we move on, what else have we got going in the radio end of things? Yes, I have received an email from Tytera. Now, I wrote the, I don't remember if I put a bad comment on their website or if they have heard of my dissatisfaction with their product or exactly what's going on. However, I did receive an email that pretty much all it says because them guys can't speak, speak English worth a damn. Um was what wrong with you radio so here in the next couple of days I'm going to write them an email back fully detailing all the problems that I've outlined to you guys my faithful listeners um, the, with the issues I've had with this particular radio now they're not going to understand and that's okay because we think we've found a workaround. I'm currently tasking that to find out if it is in fact the issue. But for those of you who have purchased a UV 380, and I guess I'm probably rehashing stuff at this time, unfortunately, to uh, get my head unwound, I'm having to resort to... How do I put this? Liquid means. Anyway, so we have found that there are issues with this. I have been in communications with other people who are having issues with this. 
and it turns out there are some libraries that need to be installed on your computer to help you import contact lists. So we're currently tax, uh, tasking you that to see if we can make it happen. If we're able to get this, all these problems squared away, you can be guaranteed, my faithful listeners, my legion of minions, that I will bring this information to you and we will be able to make it happen. Until then, if you wish to have a dual band radio for DMR, do not purchase the MDUV380. Go ahead and spend the extra cash and get an Anytone uh, 878 or an 868 because these guys will work the way they're supposed to out of the box. I know that the Titeras are cheaper and the single banded models don't seem to have the issues that we have been having with the UV or the uh, dual band models. Uh, but stay away from the dual band model of the TYT UV 380. Until we're able to find a way, until we're able to get the information, get it to you guys on how to make it do what it needs to do. And most specifically, loading the digital contact list. Now, for those of you that are kind of new to DMR, the digital contact list in your radio is how the radio looks up the name, call sign, and location, rough location, of the person that you are receiving. And if you do not update this database uh, regularly, you will have problems uh, with DMR ID numbers coming up, but no name, no location, nothing. And you need to stay, you want to stay on top of that. I want to stay on top of that. And, but unfortunately, in the case uh, that I'm dealing with here with TYT, I get a talk group number and an ID number. Unless I want to sit here with a list and look the numbers up, it's pretty much useless for me. And more than one person has suggested, well, just pick up the talker alias off of your hotspot. And in my case, I like to get up and get away from my hotspots. Otherwise, I would not have radio hotspots. So if I'm sitting across the room, a guy comes on on one of the talk groups, and I don't even know what talk group it is, I can't call them by name, I can't call them by call sign, and I have no idea where they are. Except in the case uh, Brandmeister91, 
which them guys never shut up, and I really don't care where they are. But we are currently working on uh, with TYT on that, and I will send them a rather lengthy email about this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this is difficult to take care of. One of the things I want to illustrate to them is the fact that their software area on their website is a total nightmare because there is no categorizing of stuff. Uh, in fact, I had to download four different things that said they were firmware for the MD3 UV380 before I found the most current uh, copy of the firmware and the most current copy of the CPS program. For those of you that are new, CPS, Computer Programming Software. So, after doing all this, I'm going to have to get with them. So, with that, let's see what else we got going. Uh, the crossband into Dallas County is still working. Uh, we are still attempting to make videos. I can't think of a whole lot more that's going on other than I need to sit down with my Anytone and get the program, the uh, talk groups programmed in the via the plan I have for the hot spots I have at hand. Um, we will be experimenting on hotspot two, which are, is our experimental hotspot. Once I get a new copy of PyStar on there, because I think that's what it's going to take to be able to show y'all how to get TGIF network on your hotspots. Once we do that, we will start working on YSF or FCS and YSF to make sure y'all have the maximum amount of capability that uh, you may want. Uh, in the case of only wanting one or two networks, we'll be able to get that taken care of also. Until then, I would go over and read the news groups at pystar.uk. Because in some cases, and let me reveal a little bit right now, in one case, you can set up the DMR to YSF gateway. Then you can go into um, the expert settings, go into DMR gateway, add the overlay for TGIF in a convenience Hot, save it, go back, and then boom, you're on TGIF. All you have to do is program in the talk groups. Well, you know, while I'm thinking about it, let's uh, talk about that kind of stuff for a moment. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. In the case of TGIF, well, let's back up. Brandmaster, 
when you set up your radio to connect to a talkbook group on Brandmeister, uh, if you're using the Brandmeister, oh crap, what do they call it? Brandmeister tool that uh, comes along with uh, getting that set up over Brandmeister, you can set up static talk groups. You can also set up static talk groups by time. You can turn them on and turn them off uh, by when you uh, by time when you want them on and with want them off. Uh, but if you set them up as static talk groups, they're there all the time. Now you can set these, get rid of these things, or take them out. They call them static talk groups. And you can do all kinds of things with that. In the case of TGIF, where the talk groups are concerned, there's one particular talk group which allows you to monitor everything that's going on TGIF. Whereas with my Anytone on Brandmeister, I set it up scan it, you know, it stops on the channels that are active in the radio, that kind of stuff. TGIF is kind of like hose line for those of you who have used hose line. It uh, is kind of like that. It's basically an open hose of everything coming off the network. Now, in that case, unfortunately, you have to disconnect from uh, what is it? Talk group seven seven seven. Then you have to go to the talk group that is there that uh, you want to go to. You have to uh, activate that talk group on your radio. Then you are able to communicate. In the case of DMR Plus, there's kind of a similar thing is you have to activate the talk group then go to another channel where you're able to talk to the people on the particular talk group that you've activated. And it's a little confusing. Given time, we will get to all of this information. So, oh good lord, I've lost my place. So, we will get into more of this stuff as we progress. The, uh, fortunate part of this is because I'm stranded in the uh, radio wasteland out here in Terrell, Texas I really don't have time to focus on HF right now or some of the other things I have to focus on these hot spots and what I can reach with my radio my VHF UHF radio from an antenna in the window and we will gradually, ugh, we will gradually be working on that kind of stuff for a while. At some point, I will be able to get an HF radio up, and then we'll get back to those topics and subjects that I know y'all are probably a lot more interested in. So, at this point, we're probably going to go ahead and. Uh, Finish this off. 
Uh, thank God we haven't gone resonant frequency, the amateur radio podcast length on this episode. But just to let y'all know what's coming up, give y'all a little information, let y'all know to go over and check out the uh, check out the videos on YouTube. Check out what we got going on over on Facebook and that kind of stuff. So with that, I think we've just about exhausted the amount of words we can use on this particular <laughs> particular episode. Once again, I want to thank all of you, my faithful listeners, who have stayed with me or have joined us since we started this thing out in 2006. Well, we started Resonant Frequency in 2006. RRA started a little bit later, uh, around 2010-2011, but we are working on things. I don't know if I finished the thought earlier. There's a young man that uh, I heard the other day on another podcast. I'm trying to get a hold of him <clears throat> so that he and I can talk about bringing new people into the hobby, uh, getting the new people up to speed propagating and I keep saying hobby and I really hate that propagating the amateur radio service but that's the topic for another episode at this point I want you to go out and spread the good news of amateur radio I want you to spend time with your families and enjoy that time and know that they're more important than anything else. And take care of what you got there. And we will persevere as radio operators. So, I think we got a pretty good union. Anyway. With that, my name is Richard. KB5JBV. The Voice in the Wilderness. And if y'all want to contact me, I'll run through this real quick. KB5JBV at gmail.com. Uh, on Facebook, Resonant Frequency, the Amateur Radio Podcast. We have a group and a page over there. Uh, if you want to contact me on Twitter, I don't really check that much. But if that's the only way you're able to contact me, KB5JBV on Twitter. Uh, we also frequent the DFW Elmer's news group. And uh, there's other places on the web that I don't frequent very often, but you can get a hold of me there too. But the best way is direct email. And I love feedback. Because your feedback tells me what you want to know. And if you uh, send me some emails there, then I'm going to go figure out what it is you need to know or want to know. And I'm going to do my best to do an episode on that. If I am able to uh, contact this uh, young man that struck my fancy uh, so recently, uh, we may actually be able to get a resonant frequency of the amateur radio podcast out of my 
disgusting with him. Y'all stay tuned. We got big things happening. We're gonna beat these guys that are reading uh, news, uh, news releases and stuff. We're gonna get back to the real deal. So with that, my name is Richard. The Norman's over in the corner even though he has a potty mouth. And I will talk to you later.